set the pointer to zero. You will now hear Her Holiness Mataji Nirmala Devi Sri Vatsav on her first lecture of the three-day seminar held in Kawasji Jangir Hall Museum from 23rd to 25th March 1973. Today's subject is scientific proof of the existence of the Divine and Kundalini. For example, if you discuss with a medical doctor, he would not be able to tell you what is a libido, which is the basis of many psychological findings. If you ask a psychologist, he may not be able to tell you what are the symptoms of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. Then yoga shastris are regarded as something out of place. Perhaps we have never realized that all this knowledge springs from one source, that is awareness. One source is giving all these flowers and still we are separated and we are fighting with each other, not knowing that this is one source that has blossomed into so many flowers. Disintegration leads us to confusion and Kali Yuga is this modern age is known for its confusion. The religion, the dharma and the adharma both are confused. Right and wrong is a confused subject. Divine and satanic are confused. Keeping all these in view, we have to be very open-minded like a scientist and find out how this divine is working within us. Some biologists who have been working on the subject of life have brought about 
a very good thesis about the life that was created in such a short time <coughs> according to those biologists the time taken for a human life to evolve from the time when the earth succeeded from the sun is too short to even create a life they have given an explanation that if you apply the law of chance this is an impossibility let us see what is the law of chance the law of chance can be understood by a simple analogy supposing there are 50 red marbles and 50 black marbles and they are put in a jar and allowed to shake through some mechanical means then you find they all get mixed this is the chaos and when you try to bring them back to their original position you find that it takes certain number of shaking which is the minimum required please try to understand this analogy is a very simple analogy there is a jar with 50 white or black and red 50 pebbles or you can call it small round these children play with that wooden that sort of a thing and you shake it when you start shaking it they become all mixed up. so from the chaos to the organized life which is a, which is life itself amoeba is an organized life compared to a uh, matter even the molecules are organized even the atoms are organized but they do not have the will to organize themselves or will to protect them so to get to this organism which is life itself should have normally taken much more years than these two Hundred billion years, which is a very short time. According to them, the time taken is say n raised to power x y z. It's a mathematical thing. I don't want to bore you with that. Now, the time that has taken is only n. Leave alone the raised to power to anything. In that short time. to evolve such a complex structure 
like a human being by chance is an impossible is absolutely accepted but when you see those pebbles you can construct them in a proper way if there is a juggler if somebody who knows how to push the red ones to the red side and the black ones to the black side you can manage that this indicates that there is a juggler totally conscious and aware with cosmic understanding and power who is managing the show in such a short time for the scientist it is only to point out point out that there is some juggler they cannot explain any further now let us see what the psychologists have to say on this subject the psychologists believe and have accepted in toto the fact that there is a universal being within ourselves without they have not yet accepted but within ourselves who binds us together because when we are asleep and when we submerge ourselves into our subconscious mind we find certain symbols appearing in our dream there is a theory forwarded by many psychologists and supported by them that these symbols appear universally the same in every case for example if this universal unconscious wants to suggest that you are going to be murdered or there is a danger to you through some violence or instrument of violence you see a triangular elongated symbol whether you are an indian whether you are an american whether you are a japanese or a russian makes no difference to the thing that means there is a being which is universally working these symbols there is another thing which many psychologists support that the unconscious is all the time trying to keep us on the right track it gives us a balance for example i'll quote you j u a g who has given two examples of the balance that the unconscious has suggested to his patient 
one gentleman came to see him and told him that i get dream and in my dreams invariably i see that i am placed before my son who is a king sometimes i find that i have lost my way sometimes i can't catch a train sometimes i do all kinds of frantic things in my dream and ultimately i find i am landed before my son who is sitting on a throne like a king so mr zoom asked him what are your relations with your son this gentleman said you see he is a son from my first wife and my second wife is not very happy with him so i keep him out but still i should say i have done no justice to him as a father mr zoom said the unconscious is teaching you that you respect him because he is a king one day such a man will repent in his heart for treating his own son like that who depends on his father for all the love and protection another case is that of a girl who came to him and told him that i mean that my mother is a witch and it is so common that now i am fed up of that dream and i don't want to accept such a horrible thing about my mother so he asked her how are you placed with your mother are you happy with her she said i been the only child born after a long time i am very much pampered by her and she allowed me to do whatever i like she doesn't say anything to me she says i just want you to be happy and do whatever you please i have nothing to say about it. sometimes i am even confused she gives me no guidance and she takes no responsibility of guiding me neither she discusses any one of her experiences with me in the result i have become a spoiled person i have become a very fussy person and i have become intolerably hostile so the deduction was that the unconscious is giving you the suggestion that my child be careful you will become a witch if you listen to this witch now by saying there is a universal being there is a universal consciousness awareness that is working in us you are just giving a name to something it doesn't explain it's like saying that there is a juggler who is doing the job or like saying that there is a universal being who is looking after you and guiding you and giving you the best they call it as the intuition right and all the names now let us see the medical sciences what they have to say when you go to a medical man 
and ask him a simple question that please let me know what is making my heart pulsate what is controlling my digestion what is looking after my respiration he will just say there is a system known as autonomous nervous system which is responsible for this regulation this is another name given to the same universal divine this is not to describe them at all not to in any way belittle their efforts of finding on the contrary whatever they have found out they have reached the place where now they have to see that there is something that is to be still bridged that is still to be understood there are two autonomous nervous system in our body is one is a parasympathetic and another is a sympathetic nervous system. now the sympathetic nervous system is again divided into right and left side and the parasympathetic nervous system is in the center the person who is a right hander has his left side sympathetic working while the left hander has his left side sympathetic working now one remains absolutely quiet now both the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system are responsible one for activity another for inaction one constricts another relaxes one puts you to tension another one makes you absolutely rest sympathetic nervous system has placed a very great difficult problem for the doctors now with the over activity of the sympathetic nervous system you get the disease known as cancer when there is any irritation in the body and when some sort of a protection is needed that part starts getting more active and the cells start multiplying the sympathetic nervous system works to protect that part but ultimately it results in the malignancy that is the more activity of the cells in that part this is a simple thing that is known as cancer the advent of cancer in the kali yuga is now a challenge to all the scientists of the world for nobody can escape it if they do not now realize that it is not the activity of man that is going to give him salvation but the inactivity but for parasympathetic they would immediately say that it is not humanly possible to control the parasympathetic for example you can by working harder or running more you can make your heart pulsate more but you cannot relax your heart that's not in your hands they say there is some other force that is working which looks after the relaxation side of the heart the yoga shastra which has for so many years have been described the kundalini 
is nothing but the simple parasympathetic nervous system. Parasympathetic nervous system is the growth expression of that system which is in the spinal cord. In the spinal cord, we call it the kundalini and the chakras. The centers that guide, the center, the plexuses outside are known as the chakras. For example, your hand has got a center in the head. In the same way, these plexuses which are in our being, which are namely, down below you can start the pelvic plexus, then you have got the aortic plexus, then you have got the solar plexus, then you have got the cardiac plexus, and then you have got I've forgotten the English name for that, but uh, it's a, what we call the Swadhisthan Chakra here. And then we have got here, the Agya Chakra we call it. But this one, though we call it as Agya Chakra in the Yoga Shastra, in the medical sciences there is no name as Agya Chakra. But they accept that there can be a third art. Now this is something very hypothetical as far as the medical sciences are concerned. So, the Agya Chakra, which is actually in the center of the optic chasma, in the center of the brain, where both the optic nerves cross, is according to the Yoga Shastra, is the Agya It is placed there. And the Sahastra, when you open out the brain, you will find that there are petal lights design on the brain, if you vertically cut it, you will find that there are petals in petals and these designs are, according to medical sciences, are 982, while according to the Yoga Shastra, they are 1000. Now, my own knowledge is not scientific. I am very sorry to say that. Mind is a subjective knowledge. Scientific knowledge is object. I have seen all these chakras within myself. And you also can see all of them if you can get realization according to my Sahajyo. And if you go deeper into your being, you can see all of them. Because self-realization means you should know yourself and the power that is inside. The last Sahasra is the 1000 petals. I have seen as flames, thousands of flames clustered together. In the Bible, there is a beautiful sentence, I will appear before you like the tongues of flames, and actually like the tongues of flames, you see that. Whether you read Bible or Quran, you will find many instances, many sentences by which you can see that there is an indication of the Kundalini in all of them and it is described. The only trouble is that Bible was written 
by many people who were inspired in different parts of the country and they also saw part by part and because of this kind of separate experiences the knowledge that is in the bible is scattered but if somebody can sit down and try to find out you can find a complete description of the kundalini in the bible so scientifically when you talk about it it is still object now scientifically i can prove that this loud speaker is working in such a such way that it is carrying the sound waves to you but when i have to deal with life you have to come to the divine to the divine law just think that man despite all his scientific findings has not been able to create life we cannot create one plant out of a seed why somebody is doing that crores and crores of these so many wonderful miracles every moment and we have taken we have taken them for granted do we ever think how a flower suddenly becomes a fruit if we look at the flower scientifically we can say that there is a pollen and there is a pollen dust and they mix up and this thing happens but how why who works it out what is the dominating force that works out can you do that if you mix up pollen with pollen and can you do that way you can so there is some superhuman being somebody who is much more powerful than you who is doing these things just like a play so when you come to divine love you know that it is just a play tomorrow i'll be explaining to you how my sahaja yoga works through divine love and how it is effort but when we cannot even take out one plant out of a seed let us forget that we have done great work we are unnecessarily carrying the load of doing something that is absolutely dead if we have some dead stone we create a beautiful building like this and we think we have done a great job science can deal with the dead but not with the living when they come to living scientists like biology medical science and psychology you know what happens they stop at a point with physics you can go on explaining things but with life 
is not possible. Even with physics, you cannot explain beyond the point. They will say there is a gravity which is attracting this earth. But who has brought this gravity? From where it has come? If there was no gravity, these earths have been here. If this ocean, Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean was slightly deeper than what it is, there would have been no life. There are so many points which the scientists can prove to show that the whole creation is very well balanced and beautifully created. But I know the question that is hovering in your mind. Then why all this misery? Only the science can eradicate the misery. It can, of course, partially. That is physical. Very partially. But I have seen many physically fit people. They are very miserable. Some of the Pahlavans, you see, they come to me and tell me, Mataji, give us some peace of mind. We want some joy within ourselves. So, that is what science has done, that physically they have helped me. Mentally also, some psychologists definitely have helped me. You cannot deny that. But, what do they help is just to keep you sane for a while. It's not only sanity, it is much more than that. Much more dynamic that is working, the whole plan of this universe. And this is the place we have reached now, which I call the modern time, but it is the most suited for the jumping of the human being to the other side of evolution. This is the blossom time for us. Of course, when there is blossom time, you find also the serpent hovering down. So the equal and opposite forces are at work. And scientists are the first who will help to build up the positivity in this respect of that I'm very sure. Because in America, when I talk to the doctors and neurologists, some of them visited this place and they are going to organize a conference with the doctors. I was amazed the way they opened their minds to mind. See? Of course, in America, there is a funny law that you cannot cure anyone. If you cure, you will put behind the bar if you are not a doctor. <coughs> but I do not do any cure. I just ask people to put their hands towards me. Scientifically, they cannot prove that I have done any cure, except that when they see the blood count and when they see the X-ray, they know that the cancer is cured. But otherwise, they cannot catch me. Still, I didn't want to have that risk because I didn't have much foreign exchange. But I feel that knowledge will come one day, maybe from America, reflected back to me. If the medical people and the psychologists, I have some people who are my disciples and my children, who have been very much benefited, who are doctors as well as psychotic. If they could come with an open heart, for I am a mother, I am not here to in any way deny them or to insult them, but to give them the whole entire knowledge 
that they have been given. With all my love and benediction, if they could gather up that much courage and don't worry about their practice, we can never be happy. For who creates the wealth? Who creates the good? Who creates everything that is around? Is the one who is seeking. Then you understand that these things that are so important to you, scientifically, I mean, the, the science of economics, certain things are very important. Your priorities change suddenly. Because after all, in all these searches, the humankind is wandering, working, laboring just to find joy. All this is to have joy and peace in life. And when you get that, all other artificial things that are supposed to be making you happy just drop. Tomorrow we are going to have a meditation at about 8.30 sharp. I would request you people to come and see for yourself because I can scientifically show you the breathing of the Kundalini. If you get your realization, as some of the doctors in Puna got it, I told them that now I will show you the centers, the chakras about which we have been talking. You can come and feel them with your own hands and they were amazed. They said, how could we feel that? I said, with the vibrations that you are I would request you to come with an open mind and see for yourself. Don't depend on the stories of others. I don't want any gurudam here. You cannot give me anything I can assure. Except if you accept my love, which is overflowing my being. Just if you could spare some time and see for yourself the Kundalini, the breathing of the Kundalini, how it changes and how it works. So busy. And some of the mistakes committed by very unwise psychologists like Christ has also been committed by some of the yoga shastra teachers. Whatever they see in the book may not correct it. And because of a certain mistake committed by them, the Kundalini itself has created problems for people. But so far in Bombay, at least 10,000 people must have received but not a single person I have known who has suffered any kind of trouble or any dancing or becoming mute or shouting or any sort of foolish effort to express, advertise, that you are very, very spiritual. 
Who want to be deceiving? When it works, it works silently. Automatically within yourself. And the greatest scientific truth is that you yourself know that you are real. You yourself feel the vibration in you and you yourself can awaken the Kudalini of others and can see and feel the Kudalini of others. The divine has no interest whatsoever whether you are a householder or a sanyan. Just think of the divine there as you go. The divine has no interest at all in it that you should have something. Like the reason nowadays is uh, raining and things like that. These are all material, useless things. On this subject also, I am going to speak on Thursday, where I will be describing the living Tomorrow, I will be living with the Hedigo, which is describing the Karakasatati. And her day, the libido, which is on the right hand side of the sympathetic nerve. After that, you will have a curative session. All are body invited to come. And never to see before a mother that you have committed anything. It hurts. The very core of my heart to know how can my children think. You are mother, you are the dearest mother. And you yourself are so beautiful and so great, so glorious, so regularly with love, that you are not aware. Once you are aware of that, you will be aware of that of Thank you very much. I again thank you and I hope you will be convenient to come tomorrow and be asked.